It's a brand new season, and we're excited to be back. This is RadioWilder.com, Harry's National Inquirer. Spelled with an I. Now, rip from the headlines, because inquiring minds and behinds want to know. Yes, it's another exciting edition of RadioWilder.com with Harry. Over six decades of attitude, music, stories, and life. Now, here's Harry. On the air live Jan 26 uh, I am uh, juiced up pumped up every other kind of pump every other kind of up you can have it's been a great three weeks listening to the flashback shows and putting the time labor and effort into new shows new playlists new ideas and we are going to set out on 2018 with a very ambitious let's say, uh, dream list, if you will, of things that we want to do, want to accomplish. And I will probably start by prefacing this with anybody who has listened to the first show or heard tidbits through this thing. I I understand that I first put this together as kind of a musical book. People said you should write a book about your life. Yeah, right. I'm a big author and I'm that important. It's that great and interesting to everybody other than the six people in my family. Uh, The music, I'll stand on that, 65, 70 years of rock. I have stuff a long, long time ago in between, stuff that nobody even knows who the people that sing it. I don't even know why I have it. Up to yesterday and up to stuff going forward because that's just me. And uh, so that'll stand on its own. That alone has had enough people say what channels or what you're doing. But what this has turned into, which is a beautiful surprise to me, is instead of leaving an evergreen for my daughter and or the family of my stories and our stuff, our interaction from business to band to personal to parenting, uh, <clears throat> it's actually turned into a show. We've, had a, we've developed a, a really good audience, a sizable size audience weekly. It's beginning to, and it grows every single week, whether it's one or another 30 Word of mouth. We really don't advertise. We do some uh, social media posts, but we're going to be a little bit more aggressive than that. And I told my daughter the other day, I said, I, hopefully you don't mind that this has turned into a show. Uh, she said, that even thrills me more that that's what you'll leave. We've had bonuses like her grandfather, my dad singing. He has a few more tunes, so those will be coming along also. But it's made me as an entrepreneur and somebody who recognizes that it's the music that people are listening to. Uh, it's it's a good format then, just like any stations I listen to. I listen to uh, the Underground Garage simply because it's a good format. I go back and back. I listen to other stations. It's my favorite. Why? Because of the songs they play. And that's it. So as we look forward to 2018, going to be some uh, new segments. And uh, there's going to be video on the site that we currently don't have. There are going to be some interviews and One of the interviews, uh, one of the very best things about this show for me is people that have reached out that I haven't talked to in anywhere from 20, 25, as far back as 35 years. 
So I got another one uh, about a month ago, three weeks ago, Howard Steele, a lifelong friend of mine. Knew him at 15, worked with my dad over at KGY, good bass player, played in the Maggots and El Paso Band with great musicians. Mike Ciccarelli is one of note, great guitar player. Well, Howard, and I don't know the, the genesis of all this, Howard actually got to a point where as a regular engineer who worked on the antenna and the boards and all the stuff that, uh, again, you can tell I'm not really, uh, that's not really my deal. They have tubes in it and they have lights going on and off and plug-ins and plug-outs and switches. That's about what I know. But Howard launched himself out to Los Angeles and became a big-time sound engineer. And I'm not even going to go into the hundred top-notch people from every wide range that Howard worked with. But what I did ask, he reached out and he, it was a, nothing but a very simple Facebook post that said, way to go, Harry, you have your own rock and roll show or something like that. So we interacted with each other about, uh, oh, a little over three weeks ago. And we're going to hook up. He's been married. Uh, he has a wife, Deb, and they've been, they just celebrated their 28th and Howard just had his birthday. And I and so as we talked, I said, look, I would love to come up there. He lives in Denver, still has a little studio, has a different business now. He's got security, security and audio works and stuff that new companies need, big time companies do. But he still has his own little recording studio. So I'm sure that's top notch. And I said, I'd love to hang out two or three days and just get hours and hours and hours of interviews so we can show and tell our listeners what it's like to record a Carly Simon or Barbara Streisand, or America, or Leo Sayer, or Leonard Skinner, or guess who, whoever they happen to be, again, numerous, including my son-in-law, who was a former pastor and, and is up on the Christian group, some really good ones, and Howard recorded some of the two of the biggest ones of all time there, so it's all over the board. It's simply the pure essence of what a great sound engineer can do and what they can add to the table so that may be midsummer something like that again i'm not going to rush it or hurry it then i have a young man i met at the apple store who actually sold me this wonderful big big mac apple i call it and he and i got to talk and he liked the website he said wow you do have stuff up to today and la 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 and he started to ask me questions about these bands i've never heard of and i've heard of pretty much at least heard of the bands and I said, well, who are these bands? And he said, band names like the Cambodian Crickets or uh, the Argentina uh, Pirates. And, and what he was telling me was like pre-Vietnam pre War, those p same groups that were playing in England and other countries, they had groups in, in Vietnam and others. They, they could hear radio, they could hear stuff, and they had their own little bands. And uh, he, he sounds like somewhat of an a real expert on his name is John John uh, Eric actually it's a last name John Eric Nesson or Neeson but uh, he told me they'd be more than happy to do an interview and, and uh, tell all of you about these bands that none of us have heard about and I said well bring a few of the songs along and we'll stick those in so he and I are playing a little back and forth tag but hopefully I'll get him and we'll be able to do that and then we we have mentioned that we're working on a plan to try to take the show on the road whether we do it or not we're going to do our very best and have an idea that may be two or three months out in addition to that i think the fans of this show uh, marlene is always yelling about the horrible networks and what the news are and 
how things need to be and how they should be. And so it made me think of, of she's very skeptical of all of it. Well, I've spent time at television stations. I've done it. I've filmed news, directed news, been around and all of it when it was actually news, kind of impartial. But the one thing that has always been a common, guaranteed, home run, reliable source in my life, and I read everything, is the mighty National Enquirer. So I thought we could introduce a segment. I don't really have a anything more than a working title. So let's say their tag is the National Enquirer, Inquiring Minds Want to Know. So we're going to take it and say, uh, we'll call it a wilder uh, news flash, uh, courtesy of the National Enquirer, where inquiring minds and behinds want to know. Just to give you an example, we want to, we're going to bring you the stories. I've read it for 45 years. Uh, Oswald didn't die. Prince Harry's been blackmailed over Meghan. Suzanne Summers' bizarre plan to live to be 125. These are treats and solid, guaranteed, 100% accurate news stories that you'll be having. I'll tell you about the, my very first purchase of the Enquirer, which was a seahorse. Somehow, when the seahorse arrived, well, the seahorse was dead. So uh, all I can tell you is love it. Hopefully that adds a little bit of levity. Then you've heard me talk about the people that have signed up, joined up, and Terry and I have gone around and around. I said, why the hell would they join up? Just listen, and I'm happy enough. Send me a request, get a few treats, and we got something happen here. Make people happy, make them feel good. Well, we decided finally to reward these people because uh, hopefully when this show plays, I'm doing it now Saturday about a week before, and when the show plays, hopefully we're going to have some pictures up of the brand new Radio Wilder Tees t-shirts. They look great. We got them taken care of and done. And so every single person who has joined our uh, joined the club to get nothing and look around, except Terry did send out some autographed pictures of him with his two pups. Man, that didn't get a wonderful response. Some people liked it. But we're actually sending out or reached out through email and other addresses and or phones. Well, we had emails. And we're going to send T-shirts to every one of those people, the victims, that just joined up and said, what's in it for me? So we at least, at least I'll sleep better a little at night knowing that they're going to have something for them. So the pictures, hopefully, they'll be up. And, and we're constantly evolving the site, constantly doing it. We've got some people now that are interested in uh, maybe joining up as partners and... So you hear me tout Arta Tequila all the time. We're going to be working with them. They're a client of mine. And then, of course, Sacred Canyon, delivering their delicious wine. So we're now going to meet in about a week with some people who do some small batch whiskey and a couple of other, I think vodka too. So I'm thinking, okay, if we got wine, we've got the small batch, we've got tequila. All I need is a cannabis, marijuana to those of you that don't know. And Terry's working on that. So that would be a complete and total rock and roll show as far as I'm concerned. You're fueled by all the good stuff and you'll enjoy it. So we'll we'll go on a little bit more about what we're doing to improve and what we're trying to. But now that it is a real show, got to treat it as a real show. So that's enough to crank it up. I only am. I'm sure you can only stand a certain amount of that. But at the same time, I am proud to say that. We have upgraded equipment. I'm actually looking at a big soundboard right now. And this is the very first time I've used it in a very cool Heil mic and a monster zoom compared to the one that I have. So our plan is that it'll sound a little bit better. 
uh, and at the same time, it'll cut down some of Terry's work from for mistakes or sound crap that I send over. So it's just a constant upgrade because we're into it now. We really love it. And we really care about it. So as we go into the actual playlist today, and actually the song list, we've got a we got a request. It's kind of a I don't even know if it is a request, but I'm going to treat it as a request. And our list today is made up. We've got a great, uh, what I consider one of the best cover songs. And we're going to start off. There was this song I heard in the garage about two, three months ago called Affection by the Lost Boys. I couldn't find that damn song no matter where I was looking and looking and searching. And I'm pretty good at it now. It's pretty hard to hide it from me. So uh, I, I finally ran into some weird thing. And lo and behold... The Lost Boys, Noah is the group, is headed by no other than Stevie Van Zandt from the Underground Garage, who, of course, was on Sopranos. That's where they heard the song. That's where it was. He's got E Street guys behind him. And Affection's a very cool song, so I got it. And it's going to lead us off. So we're going to start off and we're going to do Affection, which I think is a great rock and roll. Followed up with a rolling stone. Then we're going to stop and talk about a band that I heard when I was a little kid and how it resonated with me. So let's crank it up. 2018, it's awesome. And thank you for making it a show. I was happy as a music book, but now we're going to make it a show and make it good for all of you. We very much appreciate your listening, your comments. And the last thing I'll say is we're far behind on requests. So we may start doubling up on a couple of shows just to get caught up because I want to try to provide, uh, if somebody puts in a request, it may be three or four weeks, but I don't want it to be six weeks. So let's get it. Let's crank it up. Let's uh, show a little affection for the Lost Boys, and you'll see why I chased this song down.
simple, hard rock and roll from the Stones. Don't change very much. And one of the things I like about that's a 1964 off their 12 by 5 album is there is kind of an echo. Uh, It's not a reverb. It's an echo. And it's not exactly garage band stuff either. But that's how a lot of their early recordings, very earthy, very, hey, hey, we're going to crank it up here on this stage. We're going to do this. Not a lot of extra sound help. And it's the kind of stuff that is as pure as rock and roll gets. So... The Stones, still the Rolling Stones. So the next song, and I just want to focus on this song for a minute because it means a lot to me, this group does. They're from the Fleetwoods, and the song is Come Softly to Me. Well, I'm sure most of you don't know what, never even heard that song or Tragedy or Mr. Blue or any of those. But when I went to boarding school in the sixth and seventh grade over here in Arizona, in fact, about half a mile from my house right here, I would get to, you know, I'd go to school during the week, Monday through Friday, and then my grandfather most of the time would pick me up and take me over to his house, which is like heaven. Beautiful place, beautiful pool, and the most important thing is I could hang out with my grandfather and my grandmother. And they had Bill and Mabel who took care of their house for awesome people. Bill took me to, Bill taught me how to bowl. Uh, Mabel was a fabulous cook, and it it was just, it made you feel home. Because at that age, I don't know, 11 or 12 years old, you can, you, you can get homesick. And my parents at that time lived in Albuquerque, my brothers and sisters. So they would, I would dread when it would be about 4, 5 o'clock on Sunday, I'd try to stretch it. So I didn't have to go back because I stayed in a dorm. And they had a thing called a canteen. So when you went back, I didn't have to go back to my dorm till like 7.30 or something like that. So I would go to the canteen. And by then, I was already wildly addicted to rock and roll. I'd go to the canteen, to the jukebox, and just kept plugging it. And so for about an hour, I'd be a whiny little homesicker to my home, homesick myself, even though it was just me. And I found certain songs that I liked, the ones that we talk about, the Buddy Hollies, the Everly's, the Ricky Nelsons, etc. But there were also a few odd ones. And for some reason, Come Softly to Me from the Fleetwoods, was one I had to play all the time. And I think Mr. Blue, I did too. And then there was another group called the Browns. And again, I'm sure not too many people have heard of those. But it was one of those that resonated with you. So as I looked them up, I thought they had like one tune. They were my band or two tunes. In fact, that group started off in Olympia, Washington in 1958. And they had several records. Uh, uh, Billboard just came out in 58. They were the first mixed gender trio to have multiple number one hits they had uh i guess they had probably 11 or 12 hits in the top 100 and they were the first group to have top 100s remember it was it was brand new so they weren't exactly a secret i thought they were a secret to me so what i'd like to do is go ahead and uh just play this one song and then we'll come back and then we'll knock off another couple because we want to talk about them but hopefully, maybe you can't uh, reminisce like I can with them, but maybe I could take you back in time where you could see how a little 11 or 12 kid, 12-year-old kid, this song made some sense to him. Dooby-doo-dum-dum, dum-doo-dum, dooby-doo-dum-dum, dum-doo-dum, dooby-doo-dum-dum, dum-doo-dum, dooby-doo-dum-dum. Dum-doo-dum, doo be 
Mac Lloyd, physical therapist and personal trainer with PT3 here in Scottsdale. I got Harry on the bike. He's working his upper body with some bands. We're doing a little boxing. We're rocking on today. Just want to make sure you hit that Friday, RadioWilder.com. Rock on. Over six decades of music stories and life and a brand new season. Listen in every week to find out how you can get a new Wilder t-shirt. Listen in for the Wilder news flashes, interviews, and more right here on RadioWilder.com. Come to find out, they actually had, they played from 1958 to 1983. They were a trio, different iterations. The guy had to go off into the service, but they weren't just a surprise to me. Come Softly to Me by the Fleetwoods. Took me right back to that canteen, and when I played the songs, the jukebox had a big, bright, well-lit front. I would always like it to be dark. I always wanted it to be dark. You know how you are when you're big drama or whatever wherever it is so i'm going to do two songs coming up we got johnny lang and he's a kind of a, a rock gospel singer he's had uh, five songs charted in the top 50 he's married to Haley johnson a hollywood actress i'd call her a b actress did several things he's a, he's a good guitar player he's a good singer and it's one of those that's just hanging around my inventory i don't even know where i got it came from but I have about five or six of his tunes, and it's spelled J-O-N-N-Y, Lang. And then, since we're going to be doing a John, a Johnny, we might as well do a John. So we're going to go to Mr. Cougar, Mr. Mellencamp, Johnny Cougar, John Mellencamp. Uh, and he has a very storied career, of course. I know he's on and off in the in the. Uh, TMZ zone with Meg Ryan and I'm not sure I don't know how that works out but he entered the Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2008 and a wonderful contribution that he's been involved with he was one of the original founders of Farm Aid and they've raised over 50 million bucks which is pretty great he's had 22 top 40s nominated for 13 Grammys 
and won one of them. So we're going to do a couple of Johns, and then we're going to get over to our first requ- request, and it's kind of a pseudo request, and then we're going to go to the what I call, uh, when we get to the a little bit later, we're going to go to a real surprise, and we're going to break our 65 to 70-year promise, and we're going to play a song that's 91 years old. So let's enjoy the Johnnies. Father speaking out Want to tell you what it's all about But you don't listen, you don't care No one tells you what to do around here Got your girl and it's all good You're so tired of being misunderstood You'd like to get him off your back you just want him to cut you so slack You said he don't know
Johnny Lang didn't sound like it's all over now, but it's still a rock. He's still got plenty going on. Nice guitar playing. Johnny Cougar is Johnny Cougar. That's that's a really nice contribution that Farm made, and he's he is one of those that's not talking about what everybody else needs to be doing. He's been doing it for a long time, and it's pretty admirable that he's involved in in helping farmers, helping people, and doing something that's very sustainable. And his actions speak louder than words. And I had a different level of respect once I saw what he was doing and how we how he was involved. So we're going to One Republic, One Republic. And I was introduced to this group by Sean Anderson. Didn't know anything about him. And they've actually been around since 2007. They did a song um, called Apologize in 2007. They didn't rate as high over here, but was number one in 16 countries. And I really like their sound. And so Sean, basically, so I'm, I don't know how I'm going to call this, but it's here and we're going to listen to it, of course. But he said, this is for Ashley E., and Ashley listens to the program. I've loaded up uh, a podcast on her on her phone so she can listen to it. But she's always so busy and stuff to do that she, I know she won't take the time to go out online and do it. So I'm going to put it on for. So we're going to we're going to move right along and we're going to do I Live by One Republic. And then we're going to do a song by Jars of Clay called Sunny Days. Jars of Clay is a Christian group. Knew nothing about them either. And they're from Nashville, and they've been around. they got a 24, 25-year career. And I had them, and I had the songs in there, but I don't really differentiate between a Christian group or this. It doesn't matter to me. It's all about the music. But when I was in Taos about a week or two ago, we have a, a pal in a really great restaurant that we like. His name is Ricky Gardinas. And he has a – Ricky's is the name of his place, and he's a monster Denver Bronco fan. And, uh, of course, they're sitting on the sidelines just like my beloved Cowboys right now. But that's another story. So his place is painted uh, orange and blue. And he has a lot of Christian, Christian group, Christian this, Christian that. But he's an avid listener to the, to the Radio Wilder program. So I presented him with one of our brand new shirts when he was up there. And we started to talk about some of the Christian groups and some he went to see. And he's, I said, well, what about Jars of Clay? He said, oh, hell, I've seen Jars of Clay. Uh, I've listened to their stuff, and I've gone to see them before. So uh, it's, a, again, one of those tie-ins in, in what's going on where you put two different people that I've known him for 13 or 14 years, and one of the most awesome things about the show, I'm going to start calling it a show before it was a program, or I do call it showtime, was I, I'm a sales guy. All my life I'm, I'm selling, selling, selling. And, man, when you're a salesperson, you know that your life is going to be uh, designated as a person who receives about 80% notes because if you didn't everybody be doing it if you're very very good you can make plenty of dough and you have a lot of freedom which is what I've always liked and enjoyed you don't have to work an eight to five if you're not very good then those no's just keep piling and piling up and piling up but when you take out a card a radio wilder card and go up to somebody and say if you feel comfortable enough which I do with about 98% of the people and say, what kind of music do you listen to? 85% of those are listening to rock and roll. So once you throw in 65 to 70 years, you got a conversation. They're very open and very free people are to tell you exactly what they listen to and why they like them and why this and why that. Of course, I give my usual disclaimer. Well, I can't wait to listen to your show. I said, well, if you're expecting rap, you're not going to get any. 
Uh, we do have country western, we have this and we have that, so they all laugh and they make a big deal. But it's the most fun. To people are just absolutely free to talk about their music choice. They're not going to talk about their politics. They're not going to talk about religion. They may not even talk about their favorite fuel, but they will talk about music. So, Sean, it's on here. If you want to call it a request, or Ashley, I know you're going to be listening to it, then that's what it is, and make with, make whatever you want, but it's a damn good group, and I've grown very fond of them. Hope when you take that jump, you don't feel the fall. Hope when the water rises, you build a wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, you're screaming your name. Hope if everybody runs, you choose to stay. Hope that you fall in love and it hurts so bad.
sunny days Keeping the clouds away I think we're coming to a clearing in the brighter day So far away Still I think they say The way will make the heart grow stronger A finder I can't quite remember anyway We've taken it home. I always say, even when we eat other stuff for breakfast, we have to have a pile of those peanut butter pancakes. So keep it going, Ricky. Happy and that you're listening up there in Taos. we got some other listeners up there, but we're happy that we can brag about your food. So we're going to go to the double play to the Deuces or Wilder. We have a band that most of you are familiar with called the Beatles. 
and it's I'm a walrus. I am the walrus, and which speaks for itself off Magical Mystery Tour. But the cover of I Am a Walrus is done by a group called Spooky Tooth, and Spooky Tooth. Uh, the lead singer is Gary Wright, who a couple shows back did the very melodic Dream Weaver. And the difference between how his voice, how he has the ability. First of all, uh, it's difficult to be a good singer. But then to be able to have range, it's kind of like what Etta James did for us in Born in the Bayou. Marlene said, eh, it's pretty good. And I said, are you crazy? You ought to listen to some of her blues. You ought to listen to her jazz. She completely changed her style to gut it out on Born on the Bayou. And when you hear Gary here from that sweet dream weaver, you hear him over here, and he's gutting it out on Spooky Tooth's cover. And then we're going to stop, because I'm especially proud of the next two songs after that that are going to come on. Hopefully it'll give you an indication that we want to be up for you all. We want to give you something to, to really enjoy when you hear the programs. So let's go into the Deuces or Wilder collection, I'm sure, Big Dave down there in his new man cave, his new mansion, will lead us into Deuces or Wilder. So let's enjoy the Beatles. And here's the other odd thing. Not odd, it's cool. It's rock and roll. Gary Wright covering the Beatles is also now in Ringo Starr's band and has been in his band since like 92 or 94. That's rock and roll. Let's get the songs on the air. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder on RadioWilder.com. Sitting 
why that's that's my thing if there's anything other than just the love of the music i really enjoy finding covers that are special for all of it and you're covering the beatles that way and you're able to adapt like uh, gary did that's one of my favorite of the covers and i got plenty of them so i owe a little bit i owe the end of a story that i started with before we took our little hiatus and that was the Old West story up in Clovis, New Mexico, gunfighting, gunslinging, and all that stuff. No, not exactly that. But uh, I had to check with Bill Carrick to make sure I had my facts right, and I actually didn't have them right. The guns are there. It's just they came in in a different, in a different way. So apparently we had finished playing on Saturday night, had a, a few of our Paso buds were out in the kitchen drinking some beer, a little whiskey, I'm sure, Maybe even, I don't know, some of that, those Paul Malls or something were up there. But uh, these three or four cars were parked out in front of our house. I guess they had followed us or came around. And so they were making a little bit of noise. So Terry and Bill went out to the front porch. And Terry, of course, armed and dangerous, not with his bass, his beautiful Fender bass, but with a little surprise, a little pistol. And I think Bill had a... I'm, I'm going to make it up. I know he had one there, so maybe Bill. I don't know what kind of gun he had. But they kept it down below the little pony wall that we had. So Terry yells at these guys about 2.33 or three because Clovis is asleep for about three hours ago from about 10.30 or 11. So we don't need any ruckus going around at, out in front of our place. We don't want the neighbors to be pissed at us. we got a six-week tour there, a six-week stay at the Funky Plum, and we're, it's free and we're enjoying it. So basically, Terry yells at him, hey, you guys get out of here. Quit making noise and stop it and beat it. We don't want to wake the neighbors up. And so one of them says something about, hey, we know you're the band. We're this. We, we like some of that weed, that wacky weed. 
And Terry answers back, we don't do any of that. We don't know anything about that. We're beer drinkers with this drink. And they kept on it. Finally, Terry, brandishing his gun, said, or something to that. I might have exaggerated a little bit. But if you're on the porch with a gun, a little exaggeration is not going to hurt because you're ready for action as it is. And I think I've told you these guys, not that anybody's going to shoot somebody, but they actually were very comfortable with guns. And they told them, get out of here hit the road, beat it. Well, what we found out later was, this was our second tour in Taos. I mean, in, pardon me, in Clovis. Taos was on the, my mind with the beautiful peanut butter pancakes. And what happened was, uh, we did, our band did, because it's sunny, you know, we busted all the records up there at that club for drinking alcohol. So we kind of paved the way for a couple of El Paso bands to come up. And we went back and played in El Paso all kinds of dates, and then they asked us to come back. This was the second tour. What apparently these guys were narcs, and they had busted a previous band, so they're going to make us the next victim. But it didn't exactly work out that way for them. So that's the end of the gun story. So what I originally uh, envisioned or remembered was Bill and Terry, or Terry coming in the into the kitchen, stunning everybody with guys with their hands up. Well, actually. It was Terry and Bill with their guns coming in the kitchen, which was enough of a scare as it was. Everybody kind of laughed, and and, uh, that's just part of the the rock and roll charm of how how it went down up there in that little redneck town that we had a wonderful time in. Overall, there were a lot of great experiences, but that's just one of them. So we're going to go to the 91-year-old song, Blind Willie McTell. I went out last summer trying to really find some interesting blues stuff, go back, and I can't call this a classic because it's not a classic. It's not an antique. It's just one of the very original blues dudes that are ahead of uh, Howlin' Wolf and, and any of those guys that the Brits all follow. These are the these are the predecessors, the Charlie Pattons of the world. And when he gets on there, I have a wonderful story about that man. He was a cycle in the 20s for his short little career. But but Blind Willie did that was different. He was born blind in one eye, and I think early childhood, for 13, 14, 15, became blind in the other eye. So he was what they call a songster, singing for money out in the different street corners. And, you know, they didn't have clubs. or The blacks weren't allowed to be in clubs in the first place unless they were some little shanty or something out by the cotton field where they people would throw some money in the hat. And the two things that differ, that differentiated him... He was born in 1898 and died in 59. The two things that differentiated him, number one, the biggest difference was he insisted and always played a 12-string. And he played a 12-string because it had a bigger, more powerful sound. Now, a 12-string, to those of you that have ever picked up guitars, is a much heavier instrument than the 6-string. But that's what he insisted. And those guys were kind of really raspy and loud in those days, the blues dudes. And they all sang about the blues. Everything was horrifying. And you'll hear it in this song. It's really the true blues. But he has kind of a tenor, kind of a different way of singing. So uh, Blind Willie McTell. And then in front of Blind Willie, Bob Dylan wrote a song about him. He was that impressed with Blind Willie McTell. And so we're going to let Bob open it up with a musical forward, if you will. And then you're going to hear... A 19, it's a little raspy, but my, our famous sound engineer, Mr. Terry T-Bone Anderson, worked on that, so it's pretty tolerable. But I got about 12 or 15 of those, and some of them 
you really can't tell, you really can't hear it. But again, they this one was recorded on Victor Records, done in Atlanta, but they just didn't get the play, they didn't get the treatment, they weren't allowed, and, and it wasn't a big deal anyways that people were not that interested in it. So let's uh, let Mr. Dillon tell you what he thinks about Blind Willie McTell, and then you're going to hear Blind Willie really sing the blues. Blue 
They got me cured for forging and I can't even write my name. Oh, they got me accused of forging and I can't even write my name. And my eyes spilled on me, my baby left my poor heart in pain. Wow, that's torture. That man is singing and feeling the blues. The name of that song is Death Cell Blues, and Bob's cover, or Bob's song about him is Blind Willie McTell, so it's pretty self-explanatory. But uh, we have some other ones, and uh, probably maybe eight or nine out of the 15 for work, but I got some other stuff I'm looking because I, I do like to go back and hear, and they're the forerunners of, of the uh, guys that came in the 40s and the 50s. And these the, these recordings, I think they, probably the earliest is the early 20s, and then there was a fair amount of them in the 30s. And he never did anything as far as any type of a hit. And there is a story in there that in 1956, he was out in the street corner getting about three years before he died. He died of uh, diabetes and alcoholism, but he's on the street corner getting his quarters. And so a music store owner said, why don't you come on in here? I'll give you a free bottle of liquor. And there is, he did some kind of a recording in there, uh, more of an interview. And it's in the uh, Library of Congress as far as looking that up. So there's Blind Willie for you. We're going to go to, we're getting near the end and we're going to go to I'm going to give you two songs in a row, and one of them I actually picked up at K-Taos, up in Taos when I was up there, Willie Hogue, and young as, you're, as young as we ever will be, and the best thing I can say about him is he's too country to be rock and too rock to be country, but it's a nice tune, and then most of you are familiar with Alanis Morissette, started in the 90s, and she's kind of, she's a Canadian, kind of Canadian-American now, because she lived out in Hollywood for a while, for ever since I think but in 1995 she uh, released the album Jagged Pill which was a monster sold 33 million worldwide Uh, she's sometimes called the queen of angst so we'll get those two crank we'll get to the last we'll preview what we're going to do for next week so uh, I'm, I'm so stoked with this show and what we're doing and with the plans and um just sitting here, I was just thinking of some of the stuff that we want to do for not the Enquirer that much, or even Ricky's Red Chili Colorado, but excited going to put together a show of the ages in 2018. And it really is the kind of thing where you stretch yourself when you don't know anything, like I don't know anything. And Terry, we're just novices coming along, but man, we really want to make it good for everybody and we're in the, the legs that the show has had, the people out of the past. I mean, 35 years, a couple of these people I never would even, even talk to and other ones and weird ones. And uh, you'll talk to somebody and they'll say, I'm going to listen to the show. And you think, nah, they're not really going to. But, hey, you're going to give them the card and <clears throat> and somebody else that's not going to. And then all of a sudden they shock you when you see the request line that they're in there. So enough about that. Back to music.
coming to is Can I Sit Next to You, Spoon, my Austin group that I really like, and uh, they've actually been around 20 plus years and are still very hot, and so um, one of the groups that I like, so you get to listen to them, and it seems like we've had a couple of requests for their tunes that other people like them too, and they're currently playing, this is Jan, I don't know, 18th, 19th, I think they're in Eugene, Oregon tonight. But they are playing. They are, are on tour. And if I get down to Austin, I want to go see them and be able to listen to them live. Just like we're lucky enough. Sometimes this, song, this uh, show brings you to something where you get a, a real treat. Like we're going to be in Nashville to see the Tedeschi Trucks group, night of the 23rd, at the original Grand Ole Opry, Reimer. Reimer, Reimer. So we're looking forward to that. Next week... We have, uh, what are the highlights? Oh, man, we got one of the original Western iconic guys that when I was a janitor at Cahay, mopping the floor at 12 at night, I listened and heard him, but this is a song that came home to me, and one of the people that I mentioned a little while ago where you don't know if they're going to listen or not listen, a, a gentleman named Lee down at the Apple Store, sold me a thing called an airport time capsule, which is a router and a uh, hard drive backup. Because when we had that little catastrophe you talked about, lost everything, you can't really back up playlists and you, unless you have a little hard drive and do it. So I read about this monster. I've got it. He sold it to me. 
And uh, uh, we're going to play Lee for Lee next week, Alvin Lee. So we got we got you covered, Lee. And we have a powerful cover. I think they're all powerful, but this is a good one. And we're going to be able to have people uh, hear why it's important to smoke two joints and two joints here and two joints after dinner and two joints before breakfast and two joints before two joints. That's kind of a nice little song. And then we have a brand new tune from Fallout Boy uh, that came out this month and it's going to be out. And we're going to play that at the end and top it off. So that's something that we've got to look forward to next week when we take care of that and take care of business. Well, it's very, it's been very enjoyable and, uh, it's a whole different season. It's a whole different thing. It's it's crazy to look over here at this music board and where everything's gone. But without everybody growing every week and turning me on to new music and uh, having a stretch to go get the old songs, new songs in between, adding some stuff, it's been a it's been a real treat. So we'll get a name for our fabulous end choir because I think all of you need to understand and learn the greatness of the Enquirer and the honesty of the Enquirer and the unimpeachable information in the Enquirer, why it's been around actually seriously 90 years itself. So goodbye. We'll see you next week. And thanks as always from the bottom of all of our hearts. And I'm talking about Dave. I'm a big Dave. We don't want to forget about him because he's going to play a big part this year. T-Bone Anderson, uh, the wives and the women that support us. And uh, anything else like this uh, T-shirt that's out right now looks great. And it looks great because of Bob Duvall's logo. Everybody likes it and thinks it's awesome. So thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Can I sit next to you? Can you sit next to me? The stars at your eyes Come and bring them to me I've been gone so long I've been working on a plan, yeah It's just that I've been down so long I gotta give me my way Can I sit next to you? Can you sit next to me? Oh. To Memphis alone Cause you'd do it for me mm, I know you would All the kicks from the sticks All the kicks are renewed I put all that aside Concentrate on you All the kicks from the sticks All the hits that we took All the stitches we got All our brains so good
seven light No one's holding me back No one's changing my mind Yeah, the stars at your eyes Come and sit next to me Under Tennessee skies Down on South Front Street oh. I've been working on the plan, yeah Wilder.com with Harry. Inquiring minds and behinds want to know. So be sure you're listening in every week for the interviews, music specials, rock and roll from around the world, the old, the new, the avant-garde. It's right here with Harry on RadioWilder.com. Thanks for listening.